I don't know. We can huh. do whatever you want. Townies. I like it. That was always when I, you know, uh, I've been to many, many small towns I've across the state. Been mm-hmm. there many times. And I've always thought that that was a term that people did not like was being called a townie. That's why I'm wondering if they're being called townies. So John's going to work all week. Yeah. Kenny's shooting deer. Kenny's off killing. And where's Rook? He's on somewhere trying to find a Burger King to eat at instead of the (laughs) native food. That agree. The Vikings are the worst seven-one team I've ever seen in my life. They have horseshoe up rear end. They're not very good. Although Jefferson is really good. You know what I don't like about the NFL because I watched a fair amount yesterday because it was Mm. so windy. How windy windy was it? it? I stayed inside. I played golf. I know you did. It was comical. I hit a ball that came back to the (laughs) tee box. Um. What was I going to say? So I watched a fair. You know what I'm really starting to dislike about the NFL? Ah. No, I don't know. We're it's turning into the NBA where if a wide receiver or if a, anytime someone's hit, now they're looking for a flag. Well, come no, that's football. Well, I had the other thought too. Uh, watching a variety of games, uh, the officials are uh, oh, they're uh, they're ruining the game. They are. You're right, and they're essentially unaccountable. Uh, do do the press get to question officials? Yeah, that's a Ricey question, but I think they have one, one pool, pool reporter, reporter, I believe. What was the yeah. moron doing who got in the way of? The, oh, what, why? What? What is wrong with him? Apparently, the uh, the radio, the Vikings radio broadcast. Yeah, uh, it's Bursich. and Pete's a good dude, but Pete went just ballistic. <laughs> Apparently, what I didn't see what happened. So. Taylor Heineke is the Washington backup quarterback because your guy Carson Wentz is a China doll and gets hurt every 10 seconds. Uh And so he's in, and he just lobs one up, right? He was going for a touchdown, but it was basically a punt in the air. That's how bad of a pass (laughs) it was. And the Vikings had three defenders around the the Washington wide receiver. Yeah, and Cam Bynum, one of the safeties, was was basically just waiting to catch it. I mean, he was gonna; it was gonna be an interception. Uh-huh. And the I don't know if it was the back judge, the field judge, whatever. Oh no! no. Ran right into him, <laughs> and so he not only did he not intercept it, the wide receiver caught it and then scored a touchdown. Oh my! It gosh. was a massive play, and yeah. So the the, the radio broadcast apparently went, uh, went nuclear. That's, uh... Yeah, it was well, it was I, comical. I noticed because I watched my horrible favorite team, the oh, refer- the referees in that game, they were aged, and I don't mean that. In a, I mean I, I was surprised they all looked like they were sixty. Mm-hmm. Not all, about three of them. And I thought, ain't that old. Wait, but how did, can they keep up with those guys? Like, I mean, how did you, how did you watch that game? If it was oh, that's right. Duh. What am I talking about? What's he yeah. got the Roku? He's got the the other thing. The other thing that we don't talk about publicly. Let's just do the show. <laughs> uh, I need a couple minutes here. No, so, you don't. John, to answer your earlier question, I uh, they're only scheduled three times a week because that's when your normal schedule. Is. Well, that's what I figured. I wanted to make yeah. sure you wanted to keep them just the way they were, as yeah. long as I'm working every day. So. Correct. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, and I got news for you, boss. Next week, we Next. gonna have a lot of ads. Why? Because Kenny and Rook are both not here this week. Well, that's so, their problem. No, that's the show's problem. <laughs> so what I'll do is because uh, I'm going to be out, or you know, the Thanksgiving week is also going to be a jumbled mess. So I'll try to get ahead of the game. Do you know what I'm saying? No. So we'll have multiple ads, is what Chris is saying. No, 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 no. I because... don't think the townies give a shit about this. <laughs> well, 
I'm trying to explain to you what's going to happen with I don't Trump. care what's going to happen. <laughs> well, because a lot you know, of our— my theory is when it happens, it happens. The, uh, the, the nice thing, though, is a lot of our ads aren't, you know, they're, they're three times a week or in some cases like two times a week. Um, so there's— you know, I got you a know, new phone. Oh, really? What'd you get? Did you get the 14, 13, whatever's out now? 13. 13. 14. Who are you? Are you Verizon? I have no idea. For a billion dollars. <laughs> Gas or electric? <laughs> it's not my account. Okay. I'm going to switch back to T-Mobile. I hate AT&T. I think it's AT&T. I don't like it at all. I don't know anything. What, what's not to like or like? I don't know. However, however, if you're a representative for AT&T and you wish to advertise. No. You're listening. Spend your money somewhere else. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. No, the, well, honestly, the, I remember I used to have T-Mobile, John. I loved it. I love T-Mobile. I've had I it forever. I, forever. I miss it. Yeah. And I switched because they had a good offer, and I thought, okay, this yeah. is great. But we're switching back. I think my contract is up at the end of this month. Gotcha. So anyway, Joe, you got a 13? A couple 13, uh, 14? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You like it? I can't tell a dime's worth of difference. Uh, isn't that that's supposed to have a lot better camera, isn't it? I think than the I guess. everything that you came know, before. Sure. Well, don't you like to take pictures of the moon and stuff? No, and yeah, like yeah, yeah I do. I, 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 I'm a, uh, I, I like to take pictures. You can go online and like of, see a dog you know, chasing a frisbee. Yeah. I created a monster, FYI. Uh, There's yeah. this Twitter account. I think you follow it too, John, because I've seen yeah. you retweet it. And it's basically nothing but animal videos and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's boot, boot, B-U-T something or another. I can't remember. Anyway, but my kids are now obsessed with it. And it's... Every day that we're home yeah. all day, yeah. we gotta we gotta watch videos on Twitter. There's a couple Rattalonis cool. Hardware and Garden Stage. <laughs> There's a couple of cool video uh, Twitter accounts that just all they show is animal uh, yeah. hijinks, shenanigans. I love the word shenanigans. Kind of, kind of it is Joe, really. Do you have to pay eight bucks a month now to be on Twitter? No, just if you want to be a verified. Just if you account. want to be verified. That's why all what these is, What does that mean? You have the blue check mark. What does that mean? That means you're a verified account. What does that mean? That means that's... it's actually you. That that was what the original purpose of verified was. Oh. But Which, now you, you can be anybody. The people that are losing their minds over that. Who am I this time? Are the same people who are bitching about daylight savings. Oh, no, that's, oh my God. I wish, our... I wish we didn't have daylight savings. Who gives an F? I do. Really? I don't like it. Why? Oh, we're talking about Twitter or, or daylight savings? Daylight savings. It's a real first world problem is I guess what I'm trying to say. Well, just, you know, have one time and that's it. No, see, I like it. Because, Why? There's nothing to like. Well, do you want it to be <laughs> light out at four o'clock in the morning in the summer? I don't care. I'll be sleeping. No, see, I disagree. Controversy in the show hasn't even started. It dates back to an agrarian society which no longer exists. I thought we did it for the farmers. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. That's what agrarian means. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm going to look it up. I hope you're playing a part Johnny? there, Chris. How about yeah. that one? That was my favorite of the week, agrarian, I can tell. Agrarian. thought it was done for the farmers. <laughs> Why don't you use a, a word? A real word. Was that a bleep you word? It kind of is. That's not a bleep you word. Relating to cultivated land or the cultivation of land, that is... Agrarian. Agrarian. Person who advocates a redistribution of land and property, especially as part of a social movement, that is... Agrarian. Agrarian. 
I'm yeah. going to use that word yeah, 600. Joe, Joe and I today. actually knew that, Chris. You didn't need I did to not. I've never heard. Well, and I have a fu- I'm you a farm kid. It. You knew. No, I seriously did you not. Have never, I have I'm never heard that. You, here. you knew it. No, I did not. Yeah, Chris, I just agree with him, Chris. Come on. People think I'm dumb. I don't care if people think I'm dumb. Yeah, we know. Oh, I mean. As far as you know. Yeah. But, okay, I outside of you two a-holes, I grew up on a farm and did not know what that term meant. When my I'm, I'm, agrarian grandfather, I'm, I'm not sure yeah, you're making a good point there. Yeah. Agriculture, well, agriculture agrarian. Fine. We're going to give the town council their money's worth today. Hold on. I don't think so. Do, do, do. I don't think so. <laughs> Rattaloni's hardware and garden stores. Can we start the damn thing? Nope. The other, uh, the other thing that the town council I'm doesn't care about. Oh, dang it! Uh, I was going to call my agrarian father and see if he knew what that word meant. Don't embarrass him if he doesn't. That's what I'm saying. He's an agrarian. He he wouldn't know what that means. <laughs> wow. Uh, Chris, uh, the, the town council doesn't care, but I sent you my timesheet just now for last week. Okay. <laughs> Prataloni's bleeping hardware store. I've been you, there. Like, they have agrarian tools and stuff there. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you ready, bro? Uh-huh. I think I got my highlight already. Yeah, this could be fun, yeah. Joe, what? Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 859, November 7th, 2022. It was 74 degrees on this day two years ago in 2020. And it was six below on this day in 1991 as we were continuing to wrestle with that Halloween blizzard. And on this day in 1943, eight and a half inches of snow. I threw that in just because the boys were off at war and things would have been a little quiet in the countryside and in the cities, wondering how everyone was doing, but they had a eight and a half inch snowfall. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop. John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. I'm going to lead us through. Hi. I'm going to lead us through a puzzle today. Uh Uh-oh. But that'll have to be in a moment. You recall I read an email from Missy in Eau Claire who thinks her uh, grandson is on his way to garage logicianship because of the... uh, the big green egg pumpkin. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. I, I managed to complete, completely get that wrong. Oh. It was a pumpkin that he painted green to look like a green egg pumpkin. Oh, God. See? It was backwards. Yeah. So I, I said, boy, he just he has a green egg there. and Whatever. He got a big pumpkin, and he turned it into a big egg grill. Okay. So it was a pumpkin. Yeah, you probably wouldn't want to deface an expensive grill like that just for one day. <laughs> I hope I have that clear now. That'd be kind of dumb. And uh, uh, Rick writes, I'm a new member of the town council. I suppose we're all new. So far, the only thing I've gained for my 10 bucks is tracking how many heaters Kenny lights during the breaks. <laughs> so far, the detectable record is four heaters. Makes me wonder how many are undetectable, worth every penny. He writes. There as long you as go. you're bringing that up, uh, by the way, if you have not signed up for the Garage Logic Town Council for just ten bucks a month, a hundred dollars a year, twenty four seven access is available to you. All you need to do is sign up at GarageLogic.com. We already have a couple of comments based on our um, <clears throat> conversation 
leading up to today's already? broadcast. Already? Wow. Stacy writes, the GL geologist. Right. Boy, am I getting my money's worth today with four exclamation points because of your ridicule <laughs> of me. And Jennifer also says, Chris, don't worry. I'm 43, and I've never heard the word agrarian before either. God wow. almighty. Uh-huh. Uh, Kevin McDonald yeah. writes, it's Friday, November 4, and I just received my GL Town Council certificate. Based on the mayor's signature, I must have received the 345th proud signature. <laughs> oh, a little something, you know, for the effort. There were people that were tweeting out their photos of yeah. their GL certificates going, I wonder what number in line I was based on the signature. Illegible signature, yeah. <laughs> now, tonight... Uh, at 2 a.m., well, I guess it'll be tomorrow morning, 2 a.m. Central Time, there will be the last total lunar eclipse until 2025. Mm-hmm. Yes. The eclipse dubbed the Beaver Blood Moon Lunar Eclipse, since it occurs during November's full Beaver Moon, will be mm-hmm. visible across North America, the Pacific, Australia, and Asia. During the eclipse, the full moon will pass through the Earth's shadow as it moves behind our planet with respect to the sun, giving it a spectacular blood color in the process. You can watch the total lunar eclipse on space.com for free, courtesy of several webcasts from observatories across the U.S. And I think that's how I'd watch it, because I really don't want to get up at 2 a.m. to take note of it. (laughs) I'm making a note of the website. I'll have to check it out in the morning. Space.com. What did I say? Right? Didn't you say space.com? Uh, space what did I say? Space.com. Space.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You meant to say www. <laughs> slash. Right. Boy, the Anyone moon surprised that the play story in many conventional newspapers in the country today is poor nations seek climate justice? It was, Jeez, it was an annoying, th- annoying thing to see and uh, leads to what you say basically all the time. This has nothing to do with the environment. Exactly. This no. is complete redistribution of yep. Western civilization. Yep. It Equal has nothing outcomes, to do with quote. And this comes unquote. from these people who are meeting at a seaside resort in Egypt, which is very luxurious, the UN's conference or whatever it is. And, you know, they all flew there. Mm-hmm. And now they're all uh, having their cocktails on the beach. And then we're being alerted to the idea that uh, so-called wealthy nations were getting closer and closer to wealthy nations, apparently agreeing to pay vast sums of money to nations that the UN will determine are somehow harmed by climate change. Hmm. And uh, I'm not shocked that this has come down to money. Was Greta Mm -hmm. there ripping capitalism by chance? I don't know if uh, she'd have to sail there in some way. Right. She probably took a boat, maybe a rowboat. Uh, there are signs the attitude may be changing, meaning we're going to pay up. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres said Thursday, there is no more time to postpone. There, That's a common theme in their dealings <laughs> with the rest of the world is to tell us the window's closing. There's not much time. We must act now. Well, no, you're just a bunch of greedy bastards who want our money that we work hard for. But what's really and then they always say. Well, if we don't act now, that temperature is going to be 1.5 degrees Fahrenheit above pre-industrial revolution levels. Well, then doesn't it stand to reason that what's under attack is just industry itself? Mm -hmm. 
industry, capitalism, freedom, Western civilization, freedom of movement, freedom of uh, choice of where you live. This is what these people are after. Mm-hmm. And these elites will still end up going to their resorts in Egypt. The rest of us won't. We'll be wearing some sort of monk-like cloaks and uh, meeting at the town square to sweep it with brooms made of straw. When this came up a while back, remember the the photo that, that accompanied some type of conference of this nature? And it was at least 200 different private jets at the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we thought, okay, well, wait a minute now. Check this out. Well, that was at a World Economic Forum. Thank you very much. That's exactly what it was. And I'm thinking, they don't even see their own irony here? No, of course not. But this is just ridiculous. They, it, so, in other words, if we pay them, does that remedy the climate? Oh, yeah, it goes away. Mm-hmm. It's like a new tax, too. All right, my puzzle. You want to go through my puzzle? Oh, sure. All right. I was, and this is how this is how difficult it is to keep track or to make sense of the news here on the eve <laughs> of the election. Are you guys as um? Looking forward to tomorrow. Well, I don't even know when they'll stop, but when the political ads finally come to an end, because it's yeah. become unbearable. I'm very looking forward. Yeah, to it won't break my heart when they stop. Let's put it that way. The uh, oh, prior to the weekend, Biden speaking somewhere uh, said, uh, much to the chagrin of his handlers, that we're going to eliminate coal mines in this country. We're going to be going totally wind and solar. No more coal. Never mind the people who make their living getting the coal. Never mind that wind and solar are not yet ready or reliable. We're going to get rid of coal. And the lead editorial in today's Wall Street Journal is the first piece of the puzzle Every so often, Biden blurts out what he really thinks, even if it's political, politically or diplomatically embarrassing. He did it again Friday when he said his administration will shut down coal plants across America. While true, his comment won't help Democratic Senate candidates or West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. Mr. Biden's campaign remarks in Carlsbad, California, were supposed to be about the semiconductor bill and his unity agenda. But during a riff on Democrats' tax and climate spending bill, he let slip that, quote, we're going to be shutting down coal plants all across America and having wind and solar. All right. Because that's what he's being told by his people. Mm-hmm. We're no we're, his, his, the leftists who run him. The puppeteers. The boast drew an indignant response from Manchin, whose state is a top coal producer and generates 90% of its electricity from coal. President Biden's comments are not only outrageous and divorced from reality, they ignore the severe economic pain the American people are feeling because of rising energy costs, Mr. Manchin said. Let me be clear, he said. This is something the president has never said to me. Uh, Manchin's trying to do a CYA because he voted for the Green New Energy Bill. Let me be clear, he added, this is something that president has never said to me. And then the Wall Street Journal notes, maybe not. But if Mr. Biden's comments came as a shock, the senator must not be paying attention. The main purpose of the climate provisions in the Inflation Reduction Act, 
which doesn't reduce inflation. The Inflation Reduction Act Mr. Manchin negotiated with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer was to drive coal plants and over time all fossil fuels out of business. We currently have an administration that is anti-American energy. Case in point. No more drilling. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new new drilling. Okay. No, I. Thank you. Hold on. That was before I was president. We're trying to work on that. Get that done. He's lying. He's lying. No more drilling. No more coal. No more retirement. No more savings. An absolute bedrock of American life is eschewed by this administration. It's it's truly beyond my comprehension. No more coal, no more gas, no more oil. Thus my puzzle. You want no more coal plants. You with me so far? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you go, and then I, after the Wall Street Journal, I read today's Pioneer Press. And you get to page two. North Dakota's coal country and Minnesota ore, a perfect match for EV batteries. This is by Patrick Springer of the Forum News Service. I imagine that's the Fargo Forum. Mm -hmm. The North Dakota coal industry might seem like an improbable partner in the industry that makes materials for batteries for the rapidly growing electric vehicle market. But the odd couple marriage of a legacy fossil fuels industry and the emerging sector of low-carbon emission electric vehicles helps explain why Talon Metals, we have a site here up near Aiken, remember? Why Talon Metals chose a site in Mercer County in North Dakota coal country for a processing plant to make battery materials. Remember, the President of the United States, who doesn't know what he's talking about and basically just says what he's told to say, just got done telling us Friday, no more coal plants. Only for us to learn one of the key measures of the site in North Dakota emerged at the top of the list was its ready access to tons of fly ash residue produced when coal is burned to generate electricity. North Dakota's coal-burning power plants produce more than 3 million tons per year of fly ash, which is commonly used uh, in making cement, but otherwise must be properly disposed of, according to the U.S. Department of Energy. It turns out that the same attributes that make coal ash valuable for making concrete. I'm having a deep thought. Uh I'm having a deep thought. That scares me. I'm having a deep thought. 
It turns out that the same attributes that make coal ash valuable for making concrete, its fine particles make the concrete denser, improving workability, strength, and durability, also make it valuable in disposing of waste created by processing nickel ore for use in batteries, said Todd Mallon, chief of external affairs and head of climate strategy for Talon Metals, which is based in Toronto. Mixing the coal ash with nickel sulfide waste helps neutralize the waste pollution hardening it much like concrete, making it more environmentally safe. Hmm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You got a president who's all over the map and has no standards and has no consistency in any of his thinking. He never has in a 46 career year career in the Senate either. You you mean to tell me that he's telling us no more coal plants. Because we're going electric. When it develops that the fly ash generated by burning coal to generate electricity could very well be vital in the manufacture of electric batteries because it will help control the nickel sulfide waste that is generated in the mining you have to have for the batteries. These people cannot link. And the deep thought I had, maybe it's premature, the deep thought I had when I was reading that is, what else can you make from wind power? In other words, words, our forefathers who are ridiculed uh, for being basically white and industrial and entrepreneurial, uh, the people who discovered oil, for example, well, we now know what that oil is an extraordinarily important product and probably 10,000 items require oil mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. asphalt to shoes to plastic, you name it. Plexiglass, yeah, right. everything, everything, everything. Everything. What the hell can wind? What will what will wind? It's it's wind. <laughs> well, what what is going to be done with it? Right. We're not going to smell it in this wind. You can you can turn turbine blades ideally, and generate electricity. Beyond that, That's what are you going to get out of wind? Yeah, nothing else. Well, Are I, you going to get some Tupperware containers? No, I don't think so. <laughs> are you going to get asphalt? Nope. Are you going to get shoelaces? Nope. Are you going to get clothing? You know, and back to, you know, the presidency and his, and, and his thoughts on, the, the mistake you're making is not only are they not thinking that deep, they don't care. They're just merely pandering to a base to remain yeah, elected. Th- see, that's what I think. That he's saying politically expedient things before the election to make it sound like the coal thing is going away when it's not going to go away. He it's knows not. that and everybody well, but, else but does. Any ra- but he's hurting his own party then because any rational soul who wakes up in coal country and reads that isn't going to vote for a Democrat. God, no. Well, it's just no, not going to yeah, vote for God, a Democrat. No, that's true. But nobody's going to vote for a Democrat in Mercer County, North Dakota, anyway. Trust me. Where is Mercer County? <laughs> Mercer County's uh, it's uh, to the, the north. middle. It's in it's, the middle, it's above. Over there. It's above Bismarck, if that makes sense. It's north of Bismarck. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, it's so it's damn near in Canada. 
No, it's not that far. It's it's you can drive there in you know an oh. hour. Say school, uh, scooter riding and bicycle, <laughs> electric bicycle riding might be done for the season, except this Wednesday again, highs in the 60s. But it's not too late to get to EcoFun Motorsports. Get the scooters that turn every urban errand into adventures. Get the Bentelli e-bikes and the other varieties of e-bikes. And EcoFun Motorsports will store it for you for the winter. I'm having my scooter picked up this month. I just haven't received my date yet. I think it's fantastic. And then for a fee, it's uh, winterized tuned up stored in a heated warehouse eco fun motorsports home to uh fantastic recreational equipment including the new uh uh golf carts oh yeah fuel injected golf carts the youth recreational equipment youth atvs the electric bikes motorcycles the scooters great service great people great apparel two locations for eco fun motorsports Highway 97 in Forest Lake, immediately west of Interstate 35E, and just off Interstate 35W in Burnsville on the on the service road of life near County Road 42, mm-hmm. the store that opened this summer down in Burnsville. There are two EcoFun Motorsports locations, and I can't recommend them highly enough. I I have to get talked to Tim about one of those Crossfire 200 golf carts because I need one with the dump box. I, uh, I really want I can want see go- mischief. I really want a golf cart for, oh. next, for next spring oh, and summer. Man. And uh, you tell them you're a GLer. I bet there's a little taste in it for you. Think so? I think so. I'm right on. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Isn't that great, though? No more cold. Nope. We, we need the yeah. fly ash but... to, help, help, <laughs> to help. Yeah, I saw God. that story, too. I thought, hey, yeah. What the hell is wrong with you people? What is, why are they? What is going on? What is happening? What is happening? Minnesota, North Dakota's coal country and Minnesota ore is a perfect match for EV batteries, which you're shoving down my throat. I don't want one. You don't? No. Okay. The uh, the uh, climate change thing is, it's almost over that edge where it's just, you know, you're screwed. I mean, every, every newspaper you see. Yeah. Today when I saw that headline, it was just like, Jesus, God, really? I think it's the play story in both St. Paul and Minneapolis. Is it in St. Paul too? Mm-hmm. I didn't see a St. Paul. Well, here thing. I have St. Paul. Yeah, it's the play story. COP27 to discuss reparations. God. We're going to pay Vanuatu, (sighs) whatever the hell it is. Uh, I was encouraged by the um, both hires, and I read your piece in St. Paul, Minneapolis. But then there was an interview yesterday with the new Minneapolis police chief and Mayor Fry. Yeah. What was it? Was Was I watching Channel 9? I think I was watching Channel 9. Boy, he had the buzzwords all down. Ooh, O'Hara? Yeah. yeah. I think St. Paul came out on top of that deal. And Fry's just sitting there nodding like, yep, yep. Got that Who's buzzword in, in charge? Got that buzzword in. Got that buzzword in. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong because, you know. I... Let's go here. Oh, are you ready? What are you waiting for? <laughs> just waiting for you to tell me let's go here. Let's go. Oh, Corey opted out huh? officially now. I uh, thought he did already. Just to, or, this morning he did. Uh, he said he was going to, and he couldn't do it, I don't think, till after the All-Star game. Or the World Series. All-Star how about game? this? 
My sick seven-year-old stayed up to watch Game Six with me on Saturday. Well, it night. was a Saturday night, but it was damn near eleven o'clock oh, no, when the game got. No, that game got over at ten thirty. How about that bomb that Alvarez hit? Holy! That cow. was a long home run. As soon Jeez. as he made contact, oh yeah, it was gone. Yep. Yeah. And so did the pitcher. <laughs> yeah. I was afraid they were going to kill Dusty banging on his back. And he yeah, right away old. when they won. Yep. Can we go here? You ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do uh, Hofferman's or. Yeah. Okay. Rolling. Wait a minute. What's going on here? Sorry. <laughs> Hold on. It's all right. I'm in, oh, know. no. Don't, don't do this to me right now. Is it freezing? Yeah, this happens. So, like yeah, once, probably once as long as we got a little break here tomorrow and uh, for a few days, we'll have Dylan here and we can play some live bumps starting. Oh, wonderful. sweet. So that'll be fun. How long is he in town for, Jenny? Uh, he's actually staying until the 20th. So, oh, nice. Yeah, he was going to leave this Thursday and then he doesn't have to go back because of his ankle. Doesn't have to work. He has to has a doctor's appointment the 22nd. So he said, hell, I'll just stay. All right, 20th. I am ready. Here we go. <clears throat> It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. The compliments, by the way, continue to come in for my drinking water system from Connecticut and Hofferman you Water. people to go to your house and drink your water? We had some people over this weekend, and they said, wait a minute, this water is fantastic. And I said, well, that's because I had a Connecticut drinking water system installed, courtesy of my friends from Hofferman Water and... The people I talk to are interested in also getting one installed in their home. Listen, it's going to make a huge difference. Trust me when I say this. It's been a couple of months now, and I am in love with my drinking water system from Hofferman Water. And I know that you will be, too. And that's because a new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage. But here's what's important. It's going to protect your appliances because bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home. You get that new system from Hofferman and Connecticut, and then your showers are better. Your laundry is better, and not to mention your drinking water. I've been a customer of Hofferman and Connecticut for years and very satisfied, and you will be too. 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. Or if you go on their website, you can see everything that they have to offer, and that's HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. If you give them a call, please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Bruh. I want to continue just briefly with this puzzle. We have an administration that's turning its back on American energy, coal and oil, most principally. While simultaneously, great Breakthroughs are made in alleviating some of the inevitable problems that result from mining the metals that are needed to make electric batteries. And among the breakthroughs is, it turns out, that fly ash, which results from burning coal to produce electricity, Fly ash, uh, turns out, will be a great product to mitigate the waste brought about by nickel sulfide. Mm. Okay, where does that leave you, euphorians? Where, where does that leave you? 
Where does that leave you with a Biden sign in your yard? Vote for whoever you want. But I'm just saying, where does that leave you? You you apparently buy this nonsense about climate change, which has nothing to do with the environment. It's about money. You apparently buy it. And you're, you, you've lost your sense of reason to deal with it. But now you learn that making an electric car battery is, is just frightful for the earth. If, it, if that's what you apparently are supposed to care about. It's frightful. It's dreadful. You're, you're dragging up precious metals and you uh, are scouring the earth. I don't care if it's a deep mine or a strip mine. You're, you're going to really penetrate the earth. You're going to ruffle the earth to get the materials you need for the battery in your little electric car. And that produces incredible environmental problems. Now here comes this thought that, well, wait a minute. If, if, we, can, if we can solidify that nickel sulfide waste in fly ash, it, it, will, it will harden it, much like fly ash hardens concrete. We will uh, go a long way to uh, remedying the problems caused by that that waste. Okay, where are you? Where 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 do you where do you stand on this? Do you ever do you ever take your thinking beyond Twitter? Uh, what <laughs> do, do you ever think about what this might mean? And, and do you ever stop to consider? Oh, do you ever stop to consider anything? No. And and that's why the link I was about to make, Joe. The same line of thinking can be attributed to the increase, the rapid increase in overdose deaths and fentanyl deaths. And the in fact that that also includes a lot of the homelessness and the and the epidemic that the homelessness is in this country. What's right? the link? Well, the link is they don't see the problem of this complete disaster that we have at the border right now, where they don't think it's a problem, where you don't think that that's comparable at all that the fact that the overdose death in this country has skyrocketed. Why are people still wearing masks? If the border is open, what, what what is the rationale for wearing a mask when we have a situation at our southern border where we are admitting thousands of people about whom we know nothing? But I'm supposed to wear a mask if I have to go to the dentist mm-hmm. or uh, uh, what's the latest CDC report that RSV is going to be so bad that we might have to we won't have enough. hot. We're starting to hear some of the same uh phrases that we heard at the outbreak of the pandemic we might not have enough hospital rooms and the governor i believe this was last week was asked about that you know if he plans on imposing lockdowns and, and mandates and he refused to answer the question well let me not get too far away from sorry the, we're uh, drifting from the pause well it's it's all one big mess though isn't it uh, talon metals will make will take ore from the tamarack site in Aiken County uh, and ship it by rail to the site in Mercer County, North Dakota, where Talon will build a $433 million processing plant that will employ 150 people. Most of the plant's workforce will earn hundred grand to 125 grand a year plus benefits, Mallon said. Many of the positions will be technical and will be high-quality career-type jobs. Talon Metals has a contract to supply Tesla, a leading manufacturer of electric vehicles, with materials for batteries. One from its mines 
ore from its mines has high concentrations of nickel, copper, and cobalt because of North Dakota's availability of coal ash and its attractive business environment, Talon Metals believes Tesla could be interested in building a plant of its own in North Dakota. Talon is aware, for example, of research to recover rare earth minerals from lignite coal deposits in North Dakota. Well, uh, well, uh, Talon, uh, the president of the United States, just said we are shutting down all coal mines. Oh, where where are that. you, euphorians? Where are you? Does this cause you to do any linking at all to realize nah. that the attack on American energy is not only foolhardy, it's completely stupid, and hopefully it's all a lie. It's got to be a lie. Well, of course it is. But not enough people are realizing that. Well, that's my puzzle. You go, you're sitting there, you're drinking the Java, and you read this editorial <laughs> in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, Biden let it slip Friday. We're, we're shutting the coal mines, and uh, we're shutting them everywhere in the country. And then you, you finish that, and you finally get to the Pioneer Press, and you... <laughs> You turn page two and you learn that fly ash, of all things, a byproduct of burning coal, is tremendously useful in mitigating the environmental damage of nickel sulfide waste. Huh. Um, I can't take it much more, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I, I really can't. I, I, I'm just so tired of this attack on America, this this need to to browbeat us to browbeat us into the belief that that somehow our actions are injurious to the planet and this and and then furthermore i'm supposed to buy that the answer to that is for me to pay more so we can give money well, to other just, people, which will lead to nothing but corruption it's in like the first place. It's like layaway, Joe. Once yeah. you pay the money, then it you, you, <laughs> it all goes away. Um, I discovered this staggering statistic, and this is from the Department of Health, the Minnesota Department of Health. Right, Not, wait, now, wait, now stop okay. and look at me. Now, <laughs> are you uh, presuming I'm done with the puzzle? Because this well, it was the, the Department the earlier, of Health is going to have nothing to do with coal. It was the earlier link I was trying to make. So we're back to uh, health now. Well, this that's is fine. We can be. I'm just want to clarify the crisis at the border and the fact that we've had a surge nationwide. Okay, we're going to be done with coal. Are the, you and the ironies? Yes, I can be done. <laughs> okay, with that. okay, sorry, I didn't want yeah, to get yeah. you off track. That's why. Well, I was I'm just trying to keep you somewhat focused, holstered. Holster. Gotcha. Yeah. This is from the Minnesota Department of Health, not a right-wing talk show producer. No, I don't think so. Okay. Minnesota Department of Health. The growing number of drug overdose deaths in the state of Minnesota, it's, it's, it, it breaks down to the seven-county metro your voice down. area, <laughs> greater Minnesota, and then also statewide. Slow down. Okay. In 2011, mm -hmm. we had just shy of 600, 589 overdose deaths in the state of Minnesota. Right. It has grown exponentially since then to last year, 2021, we had nearly 1,300 statewide. And, and that's just one state in this and, country. And, and does the Department of Health suggest that this is a result of the open border? It's not. 
Because wh- why would they say that? Mm-hmm. But, because they're Democrats. Well, but because you have to be a complete idiot not to realize that the two have to do with one another. Mm-hmm. But preliminary data, this is from the Minnesota Department of Health. Preliminary data from 2021 showed a 35% increase in the total number of overdose deaths involving opioids since 2020, an increase of 685 deaths uh, to 924. Drug overdoses from non-opioids also increased 34%. My, My point being, this is also a problem that they fail to recognize when it's clearly right in front of them. Of course they do. That is all, as you were. And, and, and this will just anger GLers. But. This also from their site. The rise in fentanyl circulating in communities could be a contributing factor in the increase of overdose deaths. I'm going to replace could with is. Yeah, definitely factor. is. Definitely is. Um, resources like fentanyl test strips can help prevent blah, blah, blah. Anyway, don't say blah, blah, blah. And I wish I could look at this election tomorrow because I don't vote early. And off I vote tomorrow. <laughs> I wish I could look at this election as providing some hope that some sort of sanity and common sense will emerge. And I don't see it. <laughs> I, I just don't see it. So uh, there's on, a- any, on either party, by the way. Right. On either party, uh, a particular, well, not even particularly. Both parties and the candidates that we have facing us are pathetic. They're pathetic. Yes, Chris? So (laughs) there's a new Walls ad in which he's going after Jensen, which, of course, he is. But it's Walls and Flanagan doing a side-by-side where he's got his flannel shirt on because he's in outstate Minnesota. I I think she has flannel on, too. Well, this one... I don't recall if she. Did I know or not. which one you're referring to. Continue the side by side, and he's saying, "We're gonna, we're gonna cut uh, taxes for the middle class," and th- so he's listing all of these things that Jensen opposes, but he's going to stand for. To which I want to raise my hand and say, um, "Hey, Gov, how come you're not doing that now? Then mm-hmm. we had a nine billion dollar surplus because you overtaxed our ass for. Who is he kidding? Not anyone paying attention." He's not kidding anybody who pays attention. Unfortunately, he's probably going to get reelected. The flannel shirt was a nice touch, by the way. It was really nice. He's made a hell of a, he's gathered about five or six extraordinary pensions wearing that flannel shirt. Mm -hmm. That flannel shirt has served him well. He's fighting for us. I don't want any fighting. I I want (laughs) common sense. I, I want someone to stand up and say, wait a minute. Why are we attacking American energy? And then and then Biden has to has to obsequiously approach Saudi Arabia to get oil when he he's clearly admits right. this idiot admits that no more drilling. Nope. No, I'm not approving any drilling and then you bitch at the at the oil companies for not producing more. I, none of this makes sense to me. It's backwards town, Joe. <laughs> none of this makes sense to me. And then he asked him, well, if you're going to do that, if you're going to cut off product, can you wait till after the midterms? Can you can you wait till then, at least? And I'm old enough to tell you, euphorians, that, uh, and you mysterians, I feel that I make no headway in telling you these things, but I'll tell them to you anyway. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I'm wasting my time and breath. I'm but not anyways. arguing with you, you four, and I'm telling you why you're wrong. There, you sound like you're talking to us. <laughs> great, great strides have been made in the production and use of American energy. And the part I was going to tell you about being old is that there used to be, I don't know what it was. It was a coal plant or a coal burning plant on Como uh, off Snelling near the fairgrounds. I, I don't know what it was, but in the winter it would be speckled black on the snow. Okay. You'll never see that today. No. You know, never see that today. Mm -mm. I, that's a very minor point I'm trying to make, but uh, the powers that be said, well, we can't have this crap in the air. Let's take care of it. Soot. Soot. And it got taken care of. And uh, people used to people used to have in their homes what were called incinerators. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. I, my grandparents, both grandparents yeah, had one. We had one, one mm -hmm. when I was a kid. And you you literally burned your trash. Well, I got news for you. I had a grandfather that was still burning trash up until about 2015. <laughs> I guess my point is that we 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 came up throughout history. America came up with uh, the discovery of oil and the use of coal. And with each succeeding year or decade or half century, we improved upon those discoveries we made them more palatable to the environment. We, we've done everything possible to, to, to make it as agreeable as possible. And, and the whole, that whole dynamic of American life is, is under attack, under attack by complete fools, complete fools who have no answers. They just think they know better than what has served us well. Mm -hmm. They think they know better, and they don't. Uh, only to discover, and I promise this will complete the puzzle question for today, only to discover that you uh, apparently are in agreement with the government ordering you to drive an electric vehicle, and you're only too happy to run out and buy some $67,000 POS with a 200-mile range, <laughs> only to discover that to get the materials needed for that battery, you're going to create significant, significant environmental problems for both air and water, and only to discover that fly ash, there is a byproduct of burning coal to generate electricity, will go a long way into mitigating that problem. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know who's back with this? The people Ooh. that think about this kind of stuff. Really? The center well, of the American experiment. And they've got a great deal coming up. They've got the Golden Turkey Awards. Kind of like Patrick's deal. I was just yeah, going to exactly. say. Only it's yeah. the real world. Uh, the Center of the American Experiment has unveiled the 2022 Golden Turkey Awards. Minnesota government wastes a lot of money. Each year, American Experiment gives out the Golden Turkey Award to the best waste of money. Now, you can go to the AmericanExperiment.org and read more about this for yourself. But, for example, $250 million in, a, in the food scam. Yes. 
$6,000 grants for self-love strippers and dancing in the dark. Oh, yeah, you got that. The creative support. Yeah. Uh, $1.3 million to pay kids to go outside. Well, most kids used to play outside they voluntarily. Just do it. Yeah, they just do it. Now we need a state program. The Department of Natural Resources No Child Left Inside program was awarded one point. I didn't even know this. Was wait, a, wait. Which awarded $1.3 million to 153 organizations in 2022. Nominations are currently open for another round of grants. Clearly, we have money to burn if there's a wow. state grant to encourage kids to go outside. I thought that was a oh, bit. That, not a bit. You're kidding me. No. 20 grand to promote outrageous home remedies for COVID-19. Forget about ventilators, masks, test kits, and vaccines. During the height of the pandemic, Governor Walz's Department of Health spent $19,700 on the real solution to COVID-19, sauerkraut. The grant also funded a video seen by a mere 17 people called Traditional Ways of Health and Wellness. How to stay healthy during COVID-19 and beyond, as well as wellness bundles full of herbal teas, dried sage, dried sweetgrass, and immunity-supporting lozenges. <laughs> the center of the American experiment is the original pushback operation in Minnesota. We're glad to have them back with us. Uh, subscribe to their magazine. Check out the website for the events they hold. Go to AmericanExperiment.org to learn more. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. <laughs> Joe Souchere. Yeah, you did. Hold on. Let me hit the sticker again. Yeah. It's okay. I hit my desk button. Uh, <laughs> well, that was going on. Well, might as well go to John. Right. Uh, Let's put it back yeah. down here. I don't know how I, I don't. I don't know how I press that. Well, don't feel bad, Joe. I'm here. Whoops. Joe didn't hear my desk go up apparently in the middle of that ad. What? My, I hit, I accidentally set my phone yeah. on the thing that raises my desk. Jesus, you, you, you can hear. Listen, listen, can you hear this, Joe? Well, no, I can't do it. Oh. oh, why doesn't it do it? I don't know. Anyway, well, it, a fancy desk. it rumbles. Ask oh. Chris. He heard yeah, it. Yeah, he, he looked sure at me did. like, huh? There we go. Jesus. Yeah, I didn't hear that. It's like my kids are at work now. God. What can be made from wind? Nothing but electricity. That's Nothing. It. Unless you have like a glass blower. <laughs> have you ever seen that being done? That's the windiest I've ever. That might be the windiest yesterday when I was playing golf. Just the windiest period I've ever been outside. I had to bring the patio furniture in because I thought it was going to oh, blow yeah. it through my railing on my deck. My wife's got a bunch of stuff hanging, you know, on the in front of the house, all blew, blew down. And I loved it because it continued into the evening and made great white noise. You got to get the app, the white noise app. Uh, the app. The app. I love the white noise app. I got a stack of magazines I've been saving literally all summer for when it gets. And they're outside. obviously they're outdated, but they're basically mostly car magazines. 
And I'm in a, I think I'm being driven inside finally. And I have an exercise plan. I'm going to take a magazine off the stack, okay. walk downstairs, mm-hmm. read it, then walk back upstairs, put it in the recycling basket, get another magazine, walk downstairs, read it, walk back upstairs, put huh. it in the recycling basket, get another magazine, walk back downstairs. I'll get a week out of that. Why don't you just go for a walk? Well, I mean, I'm saying at night. I don't want to just sit. I see. You know. You I don't like be, sitting. You want to be mobile, mm-hmm. agile, be mobile, and versatile. Um, I don't like the who. What? Well, he bit. He bit right away. You bastard! Why do you do that to me? <laughs> Why do you do that? Gotta be mobile. Going Let's mobile. Go here. Going mobile, Joe. Going. Going mobile. <laughs> Take me uh, home. I need country roads. No, no. Going mobile. Mm. <laughs> that John Denver's full of S, man. Huh? That's from that's from Dumb and Dumber. I've, I've never seen Dumb and Dumber. Oh, so. yeah. You, you know you, why the Monday Night Football game does nothing for me? Tonight? Why? The team's stuck. Because I don't like watching games played inside the Superdome. Who's on? I don't even know. You got New the Orleans Ravens. Somebody. You got the Ravens. Ravens in New Orleans. The Baltimore's. Hmm. They have to play that one without me. Roycey, that doesn't sound exciting. Racy likes that place for some reason. Oh, no, he doesn't. Oh, no, no. He said that the Super Bowl should be in New Orleans every year. That's Well, that's said. for the partying, not the right. location of the game. Because isn't the stadium a dump? It's horrible. It's just horrible. I uh, I love New Orleans. Of all the towns I've been in, I think I love it the most. I've never been. I find never it been. A, a weird place. It shouldn't even exist. <laughs> Why is that? It's below sea level. Okay, George Bush. What does George Bush well, have to do? Wasn't well, it his? Katrina, Katrina destroyed it because of George. I think Chris is uh, yeah making the joke. Because Kanye said George Bush doesn't like black people. Yeah, How about well, Kanye? Jeez. Kanye's a- what in have you seen his net worth yeah. has basically disintegrated went from overnight. one 1.3 billion to 400 million overnight what an idiot man uh-oh where did that phone number go call now oh no what oh here it is let's go here just a second just need a second just a second okay you ready joe mm-hmm. okay I am rolling. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. CallRiseAndShine.com, Joe. That's the website. CallRiseAndShine.com. Also, their phone number, 651-300-3252. That's the number for our New guys at call rise and shine. So the word call is in the website. Correct. And call that's rise and shine.com. We finally have garage door guys being a garage logic podcast. It's about damn time. And they have a perfect five star rating on both Google and Yelp. And that's because customer service is their number one most important thing to rise and shine garage doors. They are locally and family owned. Josh and Alex, true GLers. They grew up right here in the Twin Cities. And you also get a 5% discount for seniors and military members. And if you have AAA, too, 
That also applies. Uh, certified technicians, they have three IDEA certified master techs on their staff, and they will continue to add more. And they're expanding. Maybe you don't live in the Twin Cities and think, well, I can't call them. No, 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 no. They're expanding. Rochester, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, Isanti, Cambridge, and also parts of Western Wisconsin. And don't forget to ask about their Rooster Club membership that includes a tune-up on an annual basis, and they will waive the trip charge. That's right. Call RiseAndShine.com, please. Let them know you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Uh, before we introduce John, I want to read a quick note from Bert because I, I had similar thoughts. Uh, John, and uh, well, I know you don't even get a paper, so I won't ask you. I read it online. I'm sure you do. <laughs> John, did you see in yesterday on the front page of the Star Tribune the article about pickleball? I did, yes. And it was an article uh, describing the injuries mm-hmm. you can get while playing pickleball. Sure, yep. And I thought... What the hell? <laughs> uh, you can get hurt blowing your nose. I mean, yeah. I'm glad the good folks at the paper were able to inform me that physical endeavors can result in injury. This is useful. As I scanned the article looking for the inevitable equity angle, which fortunately wasn't there, I thought of something. <laughs> I have folks close to me who enjoy this sport and are still lucid and ambulatory, and I wondered if they might need a pickleball helmet. I'm off to Marlene's House of Helmets to check on the pickleball helmet inventory. Uh, I thought the same thing. What? You're telling me that if I play pickleball, I could get an injury? Yeah, it's especially the story noted because pickleball players tend to be, you know, upper 60s, maybe in that age frame. Uh, I thought I read the whole story, and after I read, it, I thought to myself, "This is the silliest damn." You can thing get I've an injury seen. tying your shoes. Exactly. Here's today's helmet update. Go to Marlene's House of Helmets <laughs> for your pickleball helmet. Here's John Hyde. Uh, thank you very much. Say uh, before I start the news that uh, bump that Chris played, I, I wanted you to know. You know, Dylan is visiting. He's home. Yeah. I just want you to know you're very worried about his whole musical endeavors. Uh, he, he's been putting a lot of time into music, so you'll be happy to hear that, I think, uh, with, well, with, I, with it, stuff for bumps, with stuff with other musicians. Well, you know yeah. To succeed, he's just going to have to ignore you. I got, I did, it wasn't me that brought oh, this up. It was him. the industry's too hard. You can't yeah, it. was him, not me. Did, he uh, gave me that Alabama whole speech. Where did Shakes come from overnight? That was, yeah, they're, uh, here, you want to feel old? Their first album's 10 years old. What do you mean overnight? Oh. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, huh? no, but I mean, 10 years that? ago, where'd they come from? I mean, well, that was, the, you know, it happens. different than it was 10 it years happens. ago. It and happens. And it wasn't my idea. I'm on Dylan's his. side. I'm on Dylan's I'm not, side. You know, sometimes. If I was going to vote, you're I'd possible, say, I, Joe. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, in the news. The Minnesota Department of Natural Resources expects more than 500,000 deer hunters to hit the woods before the deer season concludes in December. Pre-pandemic numbers from the DNR showed retail sales connected to the deer hunt met $260 million in retail sales wow. and gener- generated $33 million in sales taxes. Minnesota Whitetails Unlimited Field Director Buck Nordloff. Isn't that ironic? That his That's a name great name, isn't it, John? Buck for a guy who's a Whitetail Unlimited Field Director. That's right. Buck. Yeah. Named Buck. He told our friends at Five Eyewitness News, small businesses across the entire state benefit tremendously from the four-month deer hunt, and that boost especially helps small towns and cities, and it's a recreational activity that is expanding beyond men 
in Minnesota. Uh, Buck said, I believe the number of women is one of the fastest growing groups in the sport. I think women are actually growing. That segment is growing faster than youth hunters even. Nordloff said hunters will also donate thousands of pounds of venison, which will make their way to food shelves across Minnesota for the holiday season. Do guys still bring them home strapped to the hood of the car? I love those old pictures. You know, Someone... 1954 Ford and two guys with the Elmer Fudd hats on and they got that deer strapped right to the hood of Barreling the car. Barreling down 61. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. You see them on occasion still. Once yeah. in a while. Not often. Uh, tomorrow is election day, of course. Thank God. Polls here in Minnesota open 7 in the morning until 8 in the evening. Now, uh, this is kind of cool. I found this over the weekend to find out where you vote and to see a sample ballot for where you live. Head to the Secretary of State's website at www.sos.state.mn.us. Now, what's cool about this website, it shows you everybody running for everything in your district, and it links you to any candidate that has a website. So if you're not up on their views, perhaps, or you want to see who to vote for, you can study up on their thoughts and views. Okay? Mm. It's pretty cool. Trust me. I spent a little time. Boy, look at the cynical look on Chris's face right now. I like, didn't what say the hell anything. are you talking about? Are you voting tomorrow? I'm going to before I come to work. Yeah. Um, the, no, the reason I'm chuckling and have, uh, uh, it's reminding me of a news story I saw this morning where they were talking about, you know, early voting and, and sure. don't forget to vote tomorrow. And the, and I'm not ripping the, the, the news people for saying this, but they said, and don't forget, you know, if you have a mail-in ballot, if you put in the mail today, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. Um, I just have to something. If you're that dumb that you don't realize that if you put your ballot in the mail today, it's not going to get counted tomorrow. You shouldn't be voting. Well, it had to be in the mail about a week and a half ago, though. Right. So, but yeah. my point is, if they if they really felt it that they had to say that, because too many you. people believe that, then you probably well, shouldn't be voting. You know. No American institution I hold in more suspicion than voting. We, uh, we of course, disagree on this, Joe, as we've talked about many times. Yeah. Anyway, if you'd like to see uh, your ballot, go to www.sos.state.mn.us. Well, John, where do you stand on... Uh, Providing ID to vote. Um, I don't think you need to show an ID to vote. How's Why that? not? You got to show an ID for virtually everything else in the world. So you, to register, you mean, right? To well, vote. I don't care like, register or whatever. Well, but like if tomorrow, they ask me for I my won't. ID, show, I won't be glad to provide it. Yeah, but tomorrow I won't show an ID. They won't ask for one. Well, well I won't either. But, but I, yeah. I may have to because I'm voting in a new. What do you, what what new you place? call it? I'm fine with that. I guess no I've, I've moved that. since the last time I voted. Right. Yeah, precinct. There, thank you. Yeah, so if you're I, not registered to vote there, I have no problem with you having to show an ID or having somebody to vote for you. One of the two, depending. Well, don't you, you know. just bring a utility bill? Isn't that typically a what you utility do? utility bill, uh, what do they yeah. say? Something with your address, right? Is that, that the way yeah. it's supposed to work, I think, telling it's you? Yeah. Anyway, today the city of Minneapolis has a new police chief. He is Brian O'Hara, of course, officially sworn in after he was unanimously approved by the city council last week. Mayor Jacob Fry nominated O'Hara for the job. According to O'Hara, his top priorities are addressing violence while working through the department's ongoing staffing issues. Previously, he was the director of police services in the mayor's office of Newark, New Jersey, where he was also an officer for the past two decades. A Minnesota-based uh, music death, we've lost Mimi Parker from the band Low. Parker from the Duluth-based trio, who found international acclaim during the 1990s and after, died Saturday night after suffering from ovarian cancer. Uh, her softer voice was considered a contrast from husband Alan Sparhawk's gruffer voice in the band's sometime 
sometimes grungy sound. News of her death at the age of 55 announced in a statement by her husband on Lowe's Twitter feed. Band had a pretty big following here, but a large following in Great Britain. One of the best known fans of the group, Led Zeppelin singer Robert Plant, who re-recorded two Lowe's songs on his 2010 album, Band of Joy. Again, Mimi Parker was 55. Where are you on low, John? I'm not a huge fan. I have no dislike for them. I just, uh, you know, the stuff I've heard is, it's there. What it, kind it, of genre would you call it? I would call it, uh, boy, like modern alt pop. I, I mean, some of it was loud, some not. I mean, I haven't heard it in a long time. I'll, I'll give you that. All I haven't right. heard anything by them in a while. But Well, it's a shame we lost that gal. She's well, getting quite the, uh, yeah. quite the condolences. Way too young. Mm -hmm. President Biden's top national security advisor has engaged in recent months in confidential conversations with top aides to Russian President Vladimir Putin, trying to reduce the risk of a broader conflict over Ukraine and warning Moscow against using nuclear or other weapons of mass destruction, according to U.S. and allied officials. The official said that U.S. national security advisor Jake Sullivan had been in contact with Yuri Ishagov, a foreign policy advisor to Putin. Sullivan also has spoken with his direct counterpart in the Russian government, Nikolai Petrushev. The aim has been to guard against the risk of escalation and keep communication channels open, not to discuss a settlement of the war in Ukraine, according to the officials. Meanwhile, Russian Marines in Ukraine have said their, quote, incompetent generals are treating them as cannon fodder. After their outfit suffered devastating losses, with 300 men reportedly killed or wounded in four days of heavy fighting in eastern Ukraine, Marines from Russia's 155th Naval Infantry Brigade wrote a scathing letter to their regional governor, claiming they had lost the 300 servicemen in a four-day massacre in Pavlivka, thanks to the catastrophic planning of their generals. Soldiers claimed Russian commanders were hiding the mayhem in the region and playing down the number of losses for fear of being held responsible. I know attrition has already started to sit in because aren't they basically just pulling people off the street and forcing them to fight at this That's point? It's been going on for some time. Well, no. my point is, at what point are guys just going to say, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this? Well, they they can't. They'll be killed or taken to a prison. Hmm. There must be a group, isn't there, though, that is just hoping Putin dies yes. so yes. that they can say, here's what we're going to do now. We're going to stop this war, we're going to, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you that's, that's assume. assuming that his successor would be yeah. sane. That's a good point. He's got to be more sane than Putin, though, doesn't I he? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would think so. Russians are bad. That's my, uh, that's my limb I'm standing on. Well, here's another Russian story, as long as we're talking Russians. Yevigny Prigozhin, an ally of Vladimir Putin. Putin said Russia has interfered in U.S. elections in the past and will continue to do so. In the past, Russia has denied ever having any part in interfering. In a post on the Russian social media sites via his catering firm, Pergozin said, we have interfered, we are interfering, we will continue to interfere. We'll do it carefully, accurately, surgically, and in our own way as we know how to do. Progrozhin has been dubbed Putin's chef for securing valuable Kremlin catering contracts. He's been accused of attempts to subvert past U.S. elections through his control of troll farms, which flooded social media platforms with disinformation and multiple conspiracy theories. U.S. congressional and intelligence reports have concluded Russia has launched multiple attempts to interfere in U.S. elections, most notably in 2016 when they say Russia backed the candidacy of Donald Trump. On Saturday, the New York Times reported Russia is attempting to interfere in tomorrow's midterm elections. 
Speaking of elections, rumors have former President Trump readying his announcement to run for the presidency in 2024. Oh. Yeah, it should be reported, by the way. I know we, we occasionally get the email that says, why are we still talking about Trump? Well, he's still making news, folks. I, I know that may disturb you or may not, but he's he's making news. Over the weekend, as a matter of fact, he went after the candidate who might pose the biggest problem for him in the Republican Party. At a rally in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, Trump brought up a recent survey of Republican primary voters showing him well ahead of the 2024 GOP primary among potential candidates. And while talking about getting 71% in the poll, he fired a shot across the bow at the second place candidate, whom he called Ron DeSanctimonious. Of course, his name is Ron DeSantis, <laughs> governor of Florida. Fellow Republicans took after Trump on Twitter for the statement, and the next day at a rally, apparently to make up for the statement, Trump said the people of Florida are going to reelect Ron DeSantis as their governor. Yeah. The Washington Post is giving, I love this, uh, this saying right here, the Washington Post giving President Biden a bottomless Pinocchio in a fact check of several recent claims he's made. Wait a minute, a bottomless Pinocchio? Yes. I'll ah. explain that and what that means in a minute. Okay. Uh, in statements he's recently made, including statements about social security. Uh, he wrote, uh, folks, or he said, I'm sorry, folks, I spent a lot of time with Xi Jinping than any other head of state. I've traveled 17,000 miles with him. The president made that speech in San Diego. Well, Glenn Kessler wrote that the Post has fact-checked that claim, and uh, it's incorrect, and the president has said it over 20 times. During the Trump administration, the Post had created the new rating, the bottomless Pinocchio, for claims that had been given three Pinocchios, in other words, they were lies, and had been repeated at least 20 times. Kessler writes, now Biden is earning his own bottomless oh. Pinocchios. The analysis also fact-checked the president's claims that seniors were getting an increase in their Social Security checks for the first time in 10 years. We talked about this. Uh -huh. uh, they're, getting, they're getting the increase because, well, inflation has gone very high under the Biden administration, not because his administration is giving people the increase. And last but not least, President Biden also claimed recently that gas was over $5 a gallon when he took office. That's not true. That's not true. That's correct. Uh, it's true. He said gas has fallen a buck and a half and he's correct, but it's fallen a buck and a half since last summer. But when Biden took office, gas buddy had the average price of gas at two thirty nine a gallon, about a buck less than it is right now. Uh, so there you go. That's what Biden is? Pinocchio. He, he, he's He's a James Thurber character, the secret <laughs> life of Walter Mitty. He, you know, he'll say, you know, the, the in the story, the secret life of Walter Mitty, you know, Walter will be waiting for his wife who goes into the doctor's office and Walter will think he's piloting a World War II plane, you know, he's shooting people. And sure. this idiot thinks he's been a school teacher <laughs> and a, a, a whatever. He, he's a Thurber character. Yeah. He just, he lives a fantasy life. But the people he's delivering this message to, are their short-term memories just that poor, or are they just that stupid that they believe that? Stupid. Okay. Yeah. I think we've come to a political age where you just believe the people you want to believe, whether it's true or not. I think you're right. Makes sense. Does that make sense? What I'm yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pope Francis said Sunday the Catholic Church was working, quote, as best we can to fight clerical child abuse, but admitted there are shortfalls. 
During a press conference while returning from Bahrain, where he had been promoting dialogue with Islam, the pontiff said child abuse inside the church is a tragic thing. He said, we're working as best we can, but there are people within the church who don't see it clearly. It's an ongoing process that we are carrying out with courage. The abuse scandal erupted in the second half of the 80s, 1980s, sparking an avalanche of allegations about pedophile priests around the world, from Australia to Chile, France, and the United States. The Pope has insisted the church will adopt a zero-tolerance approach to abuse, but critics say a lot of countries have yet to seriously confront the issue. Uh, as Joe talked about, tomorrow's uh, not only Election Day, but it's also the date of the two lunar events that you don't want to miss, a full moon and the last total lunar eclipse till 2025. The blood moon. The Farmer's Almanac says the full moon, also known as the beaver moon, is expected just after 6 a.m. Tuesday, one hour before sunrise. The recurring names of full moon cycles dates back to many Native American tribes, according to the Almanac. Also on Tuesday, people across several continents will be able to see the last total lunar eclipse until 2025. The Associated Press reporting North Americans, especially those farther west, will see the eclipse before dawn. Then Asians, Australians, and people throughout the rest of the Pacific Ocean will see it after sunset. AP adds that Uranus is expected to appear like a bright star, just a finger's width above the moon, that's odd because they're far away. We don't usually get to see that. The event is projected to last almost an hour and a half as Earth sits between the sun and the moon. If you miss it, you'll have to wait until 2025, like the majority of Europeans, Africans, and Middle Easterns. Last night with that damn near full moon and the howling yeah. wind. Well, she was much, bright, huh? It doesn't get much better than that. That was gorgeous last yeah. night. Man. Uh, sleep with the full moon, though. He's really? Was it that or that evil time change? There have been the time change. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the night sky, here's something you can't do a whole lot about. Northern California officials are looking into the possibility a meteorite destroyed a home in Nevada County on oh, Friday. I saw this, yeah. Really? The yeah, house caught fire it. after several witnesses described a bright ball of light falling from the sky. It's quiet in that secluded area of Nevada County where there are rolling hills and cattle where nothing happens much, according to the folks that live there. Dustin Procida, whose home may have been struck by the meteor, said people around here are multi-generational cattle farmers or ranchers. Did you say Nevada or California, John? It's Nevada a California, County. but oh, it's I'm Nevada sorry. County. Yep. I'm sorry. Uh, Captain Josh Miller with the Penn Valley Fire Department said wide open spaces, and this was kind of a farm cattle ranch, not much around it. Uh, Proceda said, I heard a big bang. I started to smell smoke. I went onto my porch and it was completely engulfed in flames. Wow. It appears a bright ball of light, which lit up the dark Northern California sky around 7.30 p.m., landed out in the middle of nowhere. Penn Valley Fire Department, along with Cal Fire, battled the flames for hours, now investigating, uh, investigating what started the fire. Captain Miller said, meteorite, asteroid, one of those two. I had one individual tell me about it first and like, okay, I'll put that in the back of my mind. But then more people started talking about it and I started to believe it. So Proceed yeah. we've got the, uh, the, the photo of the house mm -hmm. and they've got the still shot of the, uh, the homeowner. Yeah. Boy, he's lucky. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't, I'm missing your point. I, yeah, I don't get it either. Oh, oh, I was talking to a big shot pilot the other night. Okay. Flies to Paris routinely, that type of nice upper mm -hmm. echelon pilot. And I said, you ever see really weird, neat stuff? And I was really waiting for a good answer. And he went, eh, not really. <laughs> 
kind of anti stars and things. Northern Lights are cool. Yeah. You were expect you wanted you know UFOs yeah you wanted that I kind wanted of I want a UFO up there yeah. give me something in case, in case yeah. you're wondering by the way Proceda said it's a one in four trillion chance he said that's what scientists have told him that really? your house is going to get hit so he was going to go buy a lottery ticket Joey and by the way oh, he won the Powerball last night I got a dumb Saturday. question yes which sir which I should be mocked okay we'll we'll mercilessly we will. Okay, I did buy one for Saturday night's drawing. And I yeah. forgot. I forgot. Two bucks. Sure. Now, is that one still good for this drawing? No. You got to buy just, a new one each the, drawing? Correct. Yes. Boy, they got a scam. Well, that's they? why it rolls over and why the amount continues uh, to increase. The amount grows every time. $1.9 billion today. So. You know oh. what the meteor guy could When's do? When's the next drawing? It's tonight. Oh, it's tonight. tonight. You're right. I'm Tuesday. Sorry. Or right. Monday. I'm sorry. Monday. Maybe tonight. I'll buy a ticket. You know what this guy could do? Much like what you had to pay for. He could charge 20 bucks to see people look at his house like you did in Arizona. Oh, I, that was for that hole in the ground. How did it miss that visitor? Center? I don't know, but it was right next to, right next to it. You know, October uh, is come and gone. Uh, estate planning month is over. The month is over. But but not the need for an estate plan. Get, get a hold of my people at Eckberg Lammers Law Firm. They've been creating estate plans and wills for people for more than 70 years. And I highly recommend it because it keeps your stuff out of the hands of the courts and out of the hands of the government. You all have stuff. Don't be put off by the word estate. Uh, I don't care if you got 500 bucks or 500 million when you die. And unfortunately we're all going to, you want your family to be left with some smooth operating conditions. And that's what Eckberg Lammers takes care of. They take care of the estate plan. And as I say, if you don't think you, you need one, think again. You've got stuff and you're going to die. If you don't have a plan in place, the courts will decide for you. This can affect taxes. This can affect everything for those uh, loved ones you leave behind. You want to leave them a smooth, you want to leave them a smooth plan. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want Make, and they take care of, let's say you're selling property in the family, mm -hmm. but that can be problematic. They'll, they'll get in there and help you with that, too. Uh, make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers at 651-439-2878 or visit EckbergLammers.com slash will. Try to work here. <laughs> What uh, he's got two voting stickers on his shirt. Who is it? Roycey. Roycey. Jesus Christ. Well, he turns, he's like, hey, he goes, hey, he's trying to get my hey, attention. hey, you son of a bitch. Now, all the right wingers are gonna go see more proof of voting irregularities. That's right. Oh. And commie voted twice. God damn it, that was funny. Vote early vote off. Vote off it. Hey, dumbass, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Doing his show here. Oh my God, that's Chris. Funny. I just saw the guy who owned the house. I hadn't seen him, so I think. Oh, I, I what is your, your point. point about him? He looked like a hasty. Oh, he looked like he looked oh, like a guy yeah. that's house would get hit by a freaking meteor. He looked like he'd been out working the land for a while. Uh, you know, what I'm saying that meteor in the bad beard and dirt all over. But his face. how did he live? I, Jesus, I, I don't know. The house was engulfed. Engulfed. You know, a big hit at our house is Farmhouse Fixer, Joe. Huh? HGTV, Farmhouse Fixer. Yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't fix that one. 
I don't know that show. It's pretty good. Yeah, I don't either, actually. Aren't you an HGTV guy, John? I don't really watch. The TV I watch is all stuff I pick and watch. I, I mean, I don't. Well, I only. Turn, I, I just don't turn on the TV and watch. It's it. on because I just say, here, put on whatever you want. I don't. I just want to watch the, the World Series and the Vikings game, and other than that, I don't give a shit. Oops. A hoot. I don't give a hoot. Don't pollute. Give a hoot. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Why would the Mets want Trey Turner? Because that what's what's the new owner? He doesn't give a damn about money. Well, he couldn't play short, obviously, right? Because Lindor yeah, would play short. But he played second for the Dodgers before. Yeah, that's true. Seager, yeah. Seager left. That's a good point. Chris, that's a good point. Let's go. No, I need just one second. What's left for ads? Nothing, Joe. Let's go then. Okay. Just <laughs> hey, Chris. Come on. Chris, come on. Come Chris, on. Chris, come on. Come on. What do you think this is? Come on, boy. Come on. Chris, have we started yet? Yes. <laughs> yes, we have. We have. Um, are we on yet? Are going to be... Are we on yet? Okay, are we're we going to be yet? good then. Because that got moved to next. Okay, perfect. Because then we'll just need to put in... Uh... Okay. Chris, are we on yet? Yes, we are. John, no, yes. don't forget to send me news stories, John. Oh, thanks. I would have forgotten. Let's go here. Joel, I'm pulling up a bumper. <laughs> Thanking you for your patience. Uh, Thank you for your patience. Um, We hadn't noticed, Joe. Right. You hide it well. All right. I think the mayor is ready for action. And I am rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. I think uh, it's worth always keeping up to date on the food fraud scandal. I think it's such a significant scandal that voting for any incumbent comes into play uh, who holds a statewide office. Well, the Ryan Wilson, is it Ryan Wilson? Is that his name? He's the auditor. Running for state auditor. Isn't that a slam dunk? If you don't vote for him, you're an idiot. Uh, Attorney general, governor. I I mean, really, a quarter of a billion dollars. But this latest one uh, uh, causes me to have thoughts. A Plymouth woman, this is the play story today in the Star Tribune, I'm grateful for it. I hope they stay with it. A Plymouth woman labeled a serial fraudster by prosecutors pleaded guilty Friday to her roles in Minnesota's massive federal spending nutrition program scandal. And then earlier, just a minute. Careful. Oh, that was a big one. Wow. You didn't hurt yourself playing pickleball or sneezing, did you? (laughs) Uh, For her roles in Minnesota's massive federal nutrition Program scandal and an earlier Medicaid fraud case where she stole oh, more than $9.5 million. Oh, a new one. Is she connected to the daycare fraud one, too? I don't know yet. Okay. Just a minute. <laughs> oh, boy, another one coming on. Bless you again. God bless it. Well, if it wasn't 40 below in this room, it's <laughs> a knob. I'm leading up to a point here. Trust me. Uh-huh. Our knob, Artan Awad. 52, admitted that she fabricated paperwork for feeding children in Osseo, Faribault, and Minneapolis. 
to defraud the federal government of millions of dollars. She acknowledged inflating meal counts and serving only a fraction of the 3.8 million meals she claimed to have provided to children during the pandemic. 3.8 million. She's the fifth person to plead guilty since the charges were announced in September. So far, 50 people have been charged in what prosecutors say is the largest pandemic-related fraud case in the nation. Okay, I'm not going to read you the whole story because we know pretty much the basics. Here's, here's where I continue to be puzzled. Will we ever really know the extent of culpability nope. of people who should have known about this? Nope. If the feds play their cards where they fall, maybe we will. But I, and as much as I appreciate the feds trying to get to the bottom of this, I somehow don't believe they will. I somehow believe that that certain people at the highest levels of the state, and I'm not saying they stole any money. I'm not saying that. I'm saying this. How can you have working for you someone so apparently empty-headed that you'd sign off for for a, a, a ticket that some woman is submitting claiming she has served 3.8 million meals. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where is the personal responsibility? I don't care what level of government you're working at. You have no, you don't have more pride than that. No, that you'd sign off on a, on a voucher. Oh, this person served 3.8 million we better get her uh, 3.8 million meals. We owe her uh, whatever amount it was. Nine, nine and a half mil. No, that was the Medicaid. Fraud. Oh, I'm sorry. They're tough to keep track of. Right. <laughs> but the, the answer is no, Joe, because this turned into a game of not trying to find the root problem. This turned into a game of CYA with all these people. Case in point was Ellison, who started to blame everybody but his office. I'm not saying Ellison stole a nickel. I'm not saying Wall stole a nickel. I don't believe they did. But uh, I'm not saying Ilhan Omar stole a nickel. Well, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm not saying she did. What I am saying is, are we this poorly served by our government? Yes. Yes. Are we this poorly <laughs> served that the Department of Education uh, and that the head of that needs to go? Are we? The Department of Education has its it has in its employ people who aren't sharp enough to say, wait, hold up, wait a minute, <laughs> something ain't right here. I'm not letting the elected class off the hook as easily as you are, and here's why. I'm not letting them off. mean no. for stealing money? Here's why. I don't believe they stole money. Hold on, here's why. How did all of these, these ancillary groups, how did they act so quickly and so abruptly and so efficiently in the midst of the pandemic, how did they have all of this information at their disposal so quickly? Uh, well, because it, they acted pretty swift well, once Amy, all of the once all of the restrictions were lifted due to the pandemic. Amy Bach was the one who allegedly uh, was the ringmaster. Figured that was the key to this operation was the feds lifting some of the rules and regulations yeah. to. Uh, to further speed up the process of feeding children during the, they removed some of the hoops you had to jump through. That doesn't excuse what I'm saying. Are we that poorly yes. led? Yes. 
that you have, we have people working for us. We pay them. Our tax dollars pay them. And they're so disengaged from reality that, uh, what's her name shows up? Anab Artan Awad, a serial fraudster shows up and says, uh, well, where's my payment? I just fed 3.8 million meals. You did what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I paid 3.8 million. I fed 3.8 million people. Oh, we got people people who either don't know how to do their job or we're just letting it all slide. Just let it slide. Sign it, just sign it and say, here you go. I'm curious. Because you can't be that stupid, like you said. And I'm curious with that, uh, with that uh, guilty uh, uh, plea that she just made, how much time is she going to be serving? Oh, not enough for my taste, but I mean, she'll serve some some time. Hmm. She'll is that a we don't know that? or That's you... a we don't know that. Okay. Yeah. You're right there, Sneezy? Well, I got the sneezes going here. I got Golden the deal. Golden. He walked in. He said, I'm Sneezy. Well, which one are you? I, I just <laughs> remain astonished at the level of... Incompetence? No, the level of what apparently was just this dangerously cavalier attitude that you don't quite... Three point... I told you, I went to this place uh, in St. Paul that's part of this, although I haven't been charged with anything. And you walked around and they asked who it was. It was a storefront (laughs) from which they build tens of millions of dollars. And that's not plausible. It's not plausible. Yeah. Do you think part of it was the rush with the pandemic? Yes. You know what I mean? They just, they kind of went. Part of it, the part of it was. This is really giving Amy Bach a lot of credit. However, allegedly she's the ringleader (laughs) that Amy Bach was so intuitive and so clever. She must've forecasted the way this is just my speculation. She must've allegedly forecasted how urgently state leaders would become consumed with the pandemic mm, yeah. to the point mm-hmm. where she was making bets that she could get away with this. Mm-hmm. And she did for the most part until, yeah. Isn't that something? Well, it's, now, it's if maddening. that's, it's if angry. that's, if that's true, she should hold a, she should be governor. Someone that shrewd. <laughs> no, I mean, she, I understand. You know what I'm saying, trying yes. to say. I know. So I want someone say. that's smart running the show. <laughs> With a with who's not criminally bent, However, someone like allegedly. her, someone like someone her. that someone that sharp to say, uh, I'm running the state here, and we're not going to put up with any town. So food. can I tweet that out? Joe wants Amy no, Bach to be no, Minnesota. You know damn well what I meant. What Vote I meant tomorrow, was, please write what her I meant in. Was she obviously is much smarter than the people she allegedly defrauded? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to I say. I understand. Maybe yep. that's who Pat wrote in because he has two I voted stickers <laughs> on his shirt. Well, he's a he's a lefty, and I'm sure he figured out a way to vote twice. Murray County and Hennepin <laughs> County. I went to Friar Lake. <laughs> but I, uh, I couldn't let that pass today without bringing that up, and I'm going to bring it up every time I see it. Who Who is it that's going home at night and – and is able to look in the mirror and say, "I'm the one who signed off on this." How how can you how can you? But we live in an age, Joe, where there's so much disinterest that even when this stuff is called out, as as you have been doing for months now, I'm afraid that a lot of people just say, "Oh well, what am I going to do about it?" 
And that's that's the current state that we live and in. I think the more complex the story, the more people get like that, Correct. Chris. I think you're right. And yeah. this is a fairly but, complex but story. I, 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 but what I laid out today is not complex. Well, it's very basic. Here that's comes true. somebody that's going to claim they fed 3.8 million kids. Well, yeah, that's obvious. That yeah. And then even if they supplied the names, apparently the names were false. They didn't exist. But all you have to question is the number. Mm-hmm. There aren't 3.8 million kids in the five-state area. That doesn't matter. We're, we're serving Much less meals. Fairbow, <laughs> I know. Minneapolis, and Fridley. <laughs> 3.8 million kids. Who goes home at night and 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 said, wait a minute, did I really do that? Uh, yeah. Hope nobody questions. Hope yeah, nobody, I hope, hope nobody wonders. Whatever. Hope nobody that number. Ask me anything. Are the wild it. playing tonight? I yeah, wonder. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Is The Bachelor on tonight? Oh, Tony. Yeah, where where uh, are we here, that's people? Where we're at, Joe. Do that's I answer, Chris, your question to answer? She could be sentenced to five years and three months. Boy, but we don't know if she'll. So that's that, that's but. five years of she won't be involved in any scandals. Well, Although these people might be clever enough to run them from prison. Well, and don't forget, calculator. don't forget, we're gonna uh, the feds are gonna ship more than a billion dollars to to states or maybe just Minnesota uh, for tree and equity programs. <laughs> be careful who runs that. Okay, so nine and a half mil. That was the Medicaid fraud, Chris. Get that out of your head. I'm talking about the food fraud fraud. What I'm doing is I'm doing some math. So nine and a half divided by five. Oh, man, that's not bad. 600 grand a year? No, it's two different cases, Chris. We just told you. I'm just saying. Oh, you're you, I'm making a point. Being I'm a, just making yeah. a point. Well, it's a, in, in you're making a stupid point. I'm saying for five years' time, she's going to walk, you know. That's well, just I'm, a minute. Well, no, that is Chris is correct. Nine and a half million between two Thank cases. You. Thank you for for Anab or Twan. Thank you. Thank you, John. Sorry, Chris. That's all right. I, if you were offended by what I said, I'm never offended by you, Johnny. <laughs> I'm never offended when I get ripped all the time on the show. <laughs> hey, do you know what uh, agrarius means? No, agrarian. 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 Aquarius. Oh, That's what I was Aquarius. <laughs> what was that in? That was in a movie. Well, it, we've already it's from seen, here, Aquarius. The we've already seized fifty the million movie. dollars in property tied to the fraud, <laughs> including sixty bank accounts, forty-five parcels of real property, fourteen vehicles, jewelry, and other items. At one Minneapolis site in early 2021, Awad claimed to serve. 12,600 meals a day. 12,600 wow, meals yeah. a day. Jeez. But Friday, she admitted that only a fraction of those meals were served. Yes. In Faribault, she claimed to serve more than 2,000 kids, but none of the names on attendance rosters matched students enrolled in the city schools. Prosecutors said she submitted fake invoices for buying food from Fahad Noor. 38 of Minneapolis, who ran a vending company called the Produce LLC, but actually provided no food. Oh, weird. She also claimed to receive food from Haji Salad, 50, 32 of St. Anthony, who ran Haji's Kitchen. Salad is pleaded not guilty. Noor was charged, but fled the U.S. about a week after the FBI executed search warrants. Awad was sponsored 
by a, here's the place I went and visited. Awad was sponsored by a St. Paul nonprofit called Partners in Nutrition. They got a storefront on 7th Street. You went and looked at it. Which handled paperwork and submitted the reimbursement claims. And to my astonishment, uh, Partners in Nutrition has not been charged with anything. Uh, Partners in Nutrition and Feeding Our Future were among the largest sponsors of local federal nutrition programs during the pandemic. Amy Bach, who prosecutors say was the scheme's leader, was founder and executive director of Feeding Our Future and had previously worked for Partners in Nutrition. She pleaded not guilty. Uh, Partners in Nutrition has not been named in indictments. I can't imagine why. And no one associated with the St. Paul nonprofit has been criminally charged. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, I guess you guys have answered the question. Are we that poorly served? Yes. yes. We're all in agreement that that we are. Yes. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park and Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans. At WorldwideWaftage.com. It was on this day. Joe, today is November 7th. Uh, in 1885, the steamer Algoma wrecked on Isle Royal, killing nearly 50 passengers. Wow. I wonder if they were out in some rough seas, huh? On this day in 1889, Northfield illuminated its streets by installing... 67 electric lights. Wow. Isn't, I bet that was exciting. I sure. bet that was festive as hell. Yeah. And on this day in 1905, Horace Austin, sixth governor of the state, died in Minneapolis. He was born October 15th, 1931 in Canterbury, Connecticut, after serving as a judge in Minnesota's sixth district. In 1869, Austin won the governor's seat over Democrat George Otis. As governor, Austin would establish a state board of health, divide the state into three congressional districts, and initiate a geological and natural history uh, survey supervised by the state university. Hmm, Thank you, GLers. Yes. Remember, when you go to the polls... How poorly served we've been. <laughs> Aren't we preaching to the choir, essentially, in that regard? Yeah. GLers, after you get done voting, make sure you head on over, and often, by the way, make sure you head on over to the Garage Logic <laughs> YouTube page and hitting that subscribe button where you will have the opportunity to have daily content at your disposal. You can also see us on all of our social media channels, which are Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And as we've been saying, don't forget, you want, join the Garage Logic Town Council for just 10 bucks yeah. a month, 100 bucks a year, 24-7 access, John Height. We're going we're gonna to talk in the town council in just a minute too about this Aquarius thing, Chris. Just, I don't know what the hell you're I got talking it. about. I, I have what I thought <laughs> you were talking about. Um, not my best effort today. <laughs> It was a 40-year-old virgin, the age of Aquarius at the end of the movie. I see. That's, that's what I thought you I were see. see, the song is actually from Hair, from a, a musical. So, so they that's just why parodied I said. it. They parodied it. Correct. Parodied John, don't forget to sing I thought Aguarius, though, was a pretty good line we had going there. But Joe just kept going with Feed Our Future, didn't care. <laughs> you got the COVIDs over there? What's your deal? Yeah, what's no, the deal? I do not. Don't breathe on uh, Chris.
Well, I don't care. Uh, did you see the Zimmer story? Oh, God. Mm, which no. one? Adam Zimmer. No, I didn't. What was happened? Uh, apparently, he was very drunk. Uh, it looks like he may have fallen, is what I'm getting from the story. Hurt himself. Uh, uh, he had a pool of blood in his eye, bruising and, and blood pooling around his eye. And, did you know uh, that, Pat? About Adam Zimmer? Oh, yeah. Well, he got shit-faced and fell down and hit his head. Fudge. Well, that's that's not official. That's But, I mean, it's in the Star Tribune news story that he was found. But he was still living here. Mendota Heights. But he was still living here, right? He was living in Mendota Mendota Heights. He tripped down the steps, is that it? Oh, that's... It, it doesn't really say. He just said he was found with bruising and blood oh. pooling around his eye and was drunk. Wasn't he... Was he married? He was down at the farm with Zim, and Zim apparently sent him home because he's drunk all the time. Oof. Oh, geez. That's not good. But also, he wasn't the father of the twins. That's the daughter that had the twins. Zim's daughter had the... the because he had two grandkids that were twins. You ready for this? Oh. Jesus. Ooh. That's sad. What more is there to life? <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're in your twenties, not much, Joe. Uh what are well, we eleven? Yeah. Twenty years old? But his son died. In a race. Jesus. 49 years old. His son won a race in the afternoon. He was the head of the team. He went home and he died in his sleep. I'll be damned. I thought Coy's kid died. It was Joe's kid. Joe's kid died. Both his sons died at age 49. Jesus. Just as President Biden oh. threatens to close all coal mines. Working in a coal mine. Okay. Just as President, not Biden, that'd be Biden. President Biden. Threatens, did you say? Yeah. Threatens to close all coal mines. Yep. We learn. We learn. That fly ash, two words. Just like the insect, fly yep. ash, yep. Okay. comma. Yep. A byproduct of burning coal, comma. Of burning coal, comma. Mitigates, M-I-T-I, G-A-T-E-S. Yep. Mitigates. The pollution byproducts of mining. <laughs> Bra. Products. Ag agrarian. <laughs> Shut up, John. <laughs> of mining. For the minerals needed in EV batteries. Minerals in racks. For the minerals in EV batteries. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, more on the feeding our future scandal. Morons. More on the feeding our Future, future scandal. Okay. Uh, you had something else too, I thought. I thought we did. Johnny Height. Yeah. 
That's a long headline, Such. Yeah, I'm gonna look at it. I know, but I gotta I gotta shorten this up for the for the title description. You gotta take a picture of me. To send out to Joe's, yeah, yeah. from the GL account, I'm gonna do it. Do it. I'm gonna That's do it. Jesus. <laughs> hey, Joe, I'll sit by you. <laughs> uh, just leave it like that. That's long. That's you don't have to short. I know, but it's gonna but, take but, up but, too much uh, memory in the. Okay, I'll 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 just I'll put it out like that. Yes, no, yes, you're no. not you're not gonna you're gonna change it. Aren't no, you? no, I am. All well, right, I'm gonna people, uh, people I'm yell at me. I'm gonna go. Why, uh, Chris? I sent, you my, I sent you my timesheet, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Wait, did Wilson. you send me any new? Oh yeah, you did. Thank I you. I just sent you three news stories. Yeah, Most but John, we, voting and aren't you gonna uh, sit here so we can bitch about baseball? Uh, that what's it's over. With, what's wrong with baseball? I don't know. It's over. It's over. I hate it. I hate it when it's over. Mm-hmm. See the people everybody's cutting today. The Dodgers got rid of I saw Kirk that Kershaw. Wait, did they? Are they going to non-tender Bellinger? Uh he wasn't on today's list, but but they still got to make up that decision. But they're uh, they they uh, had like nine. Guys. Tell these assholes to I'll give them some single A pitcher for him. Yeah, yeah you're still recording. A lot of money. Who gives a sh- who well, cares? One eighty or fucking some fucking thing. Well, yeah, because he was. Pl- Are we on? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we give it up. But Pat, wouldn't you take a flyer on him for one year? Not with this dead body. Oh, John, would you? Am I nuts? Who are you talking about, Kershaw? Bellinger. Bellinger. Oh, Bellinger. Yeah, I would just to Dodgers have released Tyler Anderson, Joey Gallo, Andrew Haney, Tommy Canley, the worst teammate. Oh God, that was the best. Worst Kershaw, Craig Kimbrell, Chris Martin, Kevin Pillar, David Price, and Trey Turner. Wait a minute, they they released all those guys, or did they just not have released all those guys? Those ten guys. So they're going to eat all of that money. Well, yeah, but they had to get, you know, they got to get their 40, man. They probably got eight Latin prospects that they got to keep. And they'll still win 108 games. Yeah. Trey Turner's going to be a free agent anyway. So. Yeah. David Price, boy, they should have put that money in a pile and burned it. <laughs> wow. You know who's happy about that? David Price. Oh, yeah. oh, so I can stop showing up now. I can finally just go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And collect Let's my see, checks. Uh, as a Yankee fan, don't touch Joey Gallo or Andrew Heaney, okay? Oh, oh, what's, what's <laughs> Neither the, one of them. Joey Gallo keeps walks three times a week, so they keep signing him. He bats <laughs> 120. <laughs> yeah. Although he still hit the furthest ball I've ever seen at Target Field in person at that Futures game. He's the one that hit the truck. I saw he? that. He hit the truck, yeah. I was sitting oh right on. God, did he crush that. Sitting right up from the truck. Johnny, I for that game, for the Futures game, I had Ginny seats behind the first base oh, dugout. Oh, nice. And I brought my dad, and I brought, because Leland hadn't been born yet, but I brought William and Jess so I could lie to both my dad and William and tell him I took him to the All-Star game. Because <laughs> my dad won't remember when he's old, and William will have no idea. But I'll say, yeah, I brought to the All-Star game in 2014. Because <laughs> William was two at the time. That was a fun game, actually. It was. I, I had a blast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had a, I had a blast. They enjoyed it. Although all right, I'm going to go now. That was before they all had right. the extended net. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. And so all I was worried about was I was paranoid that William was going to get, and William Looks and Jess were going to get smoked. Every time I sat in those seats, that's all I worried about. Right. I'd take my we're wife or Dylan and say, I'm catching Johnny. No, but are we on the town council? Yeah. 
I got to say something. Okay. Oh. I got to. Uh, to Pat or to Johnny? For the townies. Oh, go ahead. I got something to say to the townies. Townies. They like being called townies. Hey, kind of nice out, huh? I said the feeding the future story was the play story in today's Pioneer Press. No, I saved it from Saturday's Saturday. Saturday, yep. I was going to mention that. But today's no. play story was the uh, we have to pay money for climate change to people. Yeah, I think you should get a lot of emails, you know, saying we don't I like probably you. Won't. We don't Why like don't you. You just Joe. rip Trump again, then you'll get emails. Yeah, then you'll get the emails. <laughs> well, I got Pat in here wearing two I voted stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Vote early, vote often. Here, let me. I'll, uh, I don't know how to send a tweet picture. <laughs> oh, from your account would be even better. It would be. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> now, here, send here, it. I'll do it from your. Here, oh, send it down there. Joe got a new phone, everybody. Oh, really? Good. What well, I just 14? upgraded. No, I got the 13. 13. <laughs> And John, you're in the background. The camera's in the background. <laughs> oh, this is spectacular. Uh, give me, I'll write this. the caption. Well, here, I'll just tell me what you want me to write. Uh, Patrick oh, they just. Can only listen in, in the... <laughs> this isn't going on the show, right? No, this is going to the tw Twittersville. This is going to people of... who signed up for the 10 bucks a month. Pat, what we've discovered is the people that uh, are paying for the town council, they love the vulgarity. Yeah, they don't, yeah. they don't care. They don't care. Put down. Uh, uh, Pat just told me he Patrick voted has twice. Informed us. He voted twice today. <laughs> just informed me. And he has proof. And, and there's proof. And I've taken a picture of the proof. <laughs> voted. Oh, if they Oops. like profanities, they would have liked to hear what my wife was saying. <laughs> <laughs> today? Yes. She was grumpy. Oh, this is going to be great. Well, I just had a sports uh, section. What did I do with it? Also, you got it right folded up there. Isn't that it? No. No, this you is might something have else. A dead boxer, Joe. Who? Yeah. Got out Saturday night. Were you there? Uh, oh. I went home to watch the main fight. I took Luke with me. It was getting too long. So I we drove home and we watched the, the, the main event on Showtime. Oh, my God. So what happened, Pat? Oh, he got the got the crap knocked out of him for. They, they should have his corner should have stopped in the tenth round. He quit fighting. I mean, he was he couldn't fight anymore. He was getting pounded, and they let him get pounded two more rounds. Oof. And then on the bottom, with thirty seconds to go, the guy hit him with the uh, morale. It was great. Hit him with this right, just. Huh. And they showed in the background he was like on the ropes like this oh as they God. were celebrating. Took him to HCMC. He's had brain surgery. Jesus. He's, uh, he's in critical condition. It's a tough sport. It is, but he was a tough Kazakh, Kazakhstan. And, uh, somebody, is that on Twitter now? Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> somebody says that uh, somebody says that uh, that his corner, they were asked why they didn't throw in a towel. They said, he would have never forgiven us if we threw in the towel. Well, he's brain dead. He had, no chance <laughs> to, he had no chance to win the fight like the last three rounds. Oh. He was just getting pounded. Oh, well, that early, he sat around, he got his nose broken. Bleeding like a pig. <laughs> Sorry. The fact that John's in the background makes this That's, photo even does. better. It's just <laughs> beautiful. Just beautiful. I just put it. 
I'm, I'm going to have to retweet and like that right now. Oh, God. Stickers. Yes, he looks like a happy wall supporter. There, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. When you ripped Angie for wearing the Jensen shirt at the fair, I just about died. No better support of Governor Walls than yeah. you are guaranteeing that Walls will be reelected. <laughs> See if I enlarge that, you can clearly read. I voted. Yes, right. Twice. Oh, Look at height in the background. Oh, I know. It's just like, what the hell? All right. I'm going to go, fellas. I'll see, see you tomorrow. You, Johnny. See you tomorrow. All right. Bye, Tom Council. See you Tuesday. Tuesday.